Before this week's episode of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, a brief word. If there's one thing we've learned from Doctor Who, it's that education matters. Access to a quality education makes a difference in every aspect of someone's life. It can be the determining factor between despair and hope, poverty and stability, even death and life. Doctor Who fans can help help change change this. This October, representatives from your favorite Doctor Who podcasts and some very special guests are coming together to record podcast commentaries for the stories of season 26. The final season of the classic series of Doctor Who. That's 14 episodes of Classic Who with more than 50 podcasters, authors, and fans participating. These special podcast commentaries won't be available on any one show's feed. We're offering them exclusively to listeners who provide a donation to an organization working to improve improve access access to education. education. Here's what you have to do. Make a donation of $10 or more to the Malala Fund or another of our suggested organizations. Then, send a copy of your receipt to GallifreyStands at realitybombpodcast.com and you'll get information on where to download your special commentary podcast later this month. You can find more information and details about the various organizations we're supporting at realitybombpodcast.com slash who for schools. Last year, in the Doctor Who episode, Rosa, we were reminded that an education makes you unstoppable. Let's help more people to be unstoppable. And just like the Doctor, let's continue to be kind. To be kind. To be kind. To be kind. Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and welcome to episode 438 of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, concentrated commentary on the worlds of Doctor Who. Too darn long is a valid unit of measurement. It's been too darn long since we've had Doctor Who on our TV screens, and too darn long since we've had any official word about the upcoming series. I want more Doctor Who in its current incarnation, and I want it now. Now, if you're in that same boat, let me share my coping strategy, and it's a fine one. Go to your local comic shop and grab the trades or hit up Comixology, and check out the recently completed first year of the official Titan Comics rendition of the 13th Doctor. It's absolutely faithful to Series 11 of Doctor Who, albeit with plot threads that run through the entire year, unlike the TV series' mostly episodic nature. So, if the thing you were missing from Series 11 was a sense of each story fitting into a larger whole, well, here you are. The creative team for the 13th Doctor comic is anchored by Jody Hauser, a prolific writing phenom known for the body-positive superhero Faith, the Spider-Man series Renew Your Vows, and a whole mess of terrific Star Wars titles and more. She was joined in the beginning, and again for the last issue of the series, by Rachel Stott, who is one of my favorite comic book artists ever. Rachel's style reminds me of the late Mike Wieringos, fluid, humanistic, and her style is also paired with an adeptness with facial expressions, rivaling that of classic Justice League artist Kevin Maguire. Rachel drew the definitive Peter Capaldi for Titan Comics, and her approach to the cast of Series 11 was no slouch either. Jodie Whittaker's signature no-scrunch expression is perfect here. Rachel splits drawing time with Roberta Ingranata, whose style is very complimentary, not quite so dramatic on the facial expressions, but consistently on model with the actor's likenesses. Colorist Enrica Aaron Angiolini brings it all together, making all 12 issues consistently beautiful. 
As is usual in comics, the year is split into three four-part stories. The first involves a couple of inventors who develop vortex manipulators, a la Captain Jack, and get forced into cross-time thievery for a petty anthropomorphic dragon. The second finds the Doctor investigating a secret alien clan turning up throughout Earth's history, with Ryan, Yaz, and Graham annoyingly one-up on the Doctor in their historical knowledge thanks to a podcast they've followed, and yes, the Doctor is jealous of a podcast. Who wouldn't be? Finally, we are introduced to the swashbuckling Corsair prior to her off-screen demise in The Doctor's Wife. My only quibble with this first series of 13th Doctor comics is that the stories are exclusively The Doctors, with Ryan, Yaz, and Graham largely operating as a Greek chorus. These comics resemble Series 11 in more positive ways, though. Jody Hauser follows the kinder, gentler approach of the Chibnall stories. The Doctor is humane. The Doctor's opponents are not so much evil as venal. Some of the stories end not with a climactic battle, but with a cup of tea and a moment of understanding. So, if you're looking for a grim and gritty 13th Doctor, as perhaps story edited by Eric Sayward, you won't find that in the comics any more than you would on television. What you will find is the same Doctor, looking at the same universe with awe and wonder. As we wait for Jodie Whittaker and company to return to television, there is a place for another look at the TARDIS fam. If you liked Series 11, you owe it to yourself to continue the story in these comics. Find out more at titan-comics.com where they've announced that the next series of 13th Doctor comics will kick off with a 10th Doctor crossover with the Weeping Angels and Autons. Talk about not holding anything back. And look ahead to Jody Hauser and Rachel Stott working together on DC's Supergirl. Alyssa Frankie and I interviewed them on the last episode of This Week in Time Travel. Links in the show notes. Find more episodes of the 2-Minute Time Lord podcast at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com. I'm on Twitter at numeral 2 minute time Lord. Facebook too. Well, it's a living. And I will catch you next week with another episode of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. <laughs>